1: Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are
2: you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! Let's get it. Mike Sempervivi here with you for the next hour talking about professional wrestling, which is something we do every single day here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network tune in iheart american forces radio sports over the air affiliates like kmab 99 kmsr and the mightier 1090 maybe you're listening on podcast or replay on sirius xm or maybe you're video streaming on twitch or youtube however you're joining me today i'd just like to say thank you hopefully wherever you are sunny outside and if not hopefully it's sunny inside your mind a beautiful day here on Del Marva. It is like 80 degrees outside. It's October 26th. We're getting that last, uh, uh, they used to call it an Indian summer. I don't think you can say that anymore. It's uh, our, our late uh, push of summer, uh, our one last gasp of summer, I guess we're getting right now. But it's an absolutely gorgeous day outside. I assume it's a very gorgeous day somewhere in Washington State wherever brian alvarez happens to be right now i got a call about five minutes before the show started saying you're gonna have to do a solo show i have things to do and that was it nothing else i don't believe he's going to be making an appearance on the show today so any explanation that you will need uh, will be coming on the brian and Vinny show tonight Hopefully I can let all of you know about that tomorrow when he will also not be here on this show. It is going to be a filthy Friday with myself and filthy Tom Lawler. I believe the NWA World Heavyweight Champion EC3 will be joining us in the second segment of that show. Filthy and I have a lot to talk about tomorrow when it comes to the New Japan Strong. Unleashed show, which is going to be taking place at Sam's Town in Las Vegas. Rocky Romero was on the show yesterday talking a little bit about that, and we'll be getting more into it tomorrow with Filthy Tom as he has his match coming up with Gabe Kidd. But lucky enough for me, there's a lot to talk about today, including last night's AEW Dynamite from Philadelphia, as well as what looks like it's going to be quite the busy weekend across the world. So we'll get into a little of that. And we'll get it started when we get back from break. Wrestling Observer Live.
3: Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash go to learn more.
0: Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. a 30-day money back guarantee 800-867-6917 800-867-6917 800-867-6917 that's 800-867-6917
3: do you own an annuity either fixed rate indexed or variable are you paying high fees and getting low returns if so annuity general would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity
0: Hurry. Supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's
3: 800-760-1845. Hey, y'all. This is Ronte. And a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Honey Pepper Pimento Chicken Sandwich is the pimento cheese. I was like, go cheese, go pimento, go honey, go get it.
1: Hi, this is Shintrees, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Honey Pepper Pimento Chicken Sandwich is the mild spiciness of the pickled jalapenos. No, it's the crispy chicken. Actually, I can't decide. It's the entire sandwich. Order the Honey Pepper Pimento Chicken Sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Available for a limited time. Real Chick-fil-A guests paid for their testimonials. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
2: Welcome back to the show. Mike Sempervivi here with you. You know, we do Wrestling Observer Live for an hour at a time, at a time, every single day, but if you want us 24-7, you can try to find us on Twitter or X or whatever you'd like to call it. I am at Sempervivi. Filthy Tom Lawler is at Filthy Tom Lawler. Brian Alvarez, at Brian Alvarez. That's Brian with a Y. And at Sports Byline USA, of course, is the network. I'd like for somebody to tweet Brian right now and actually, you know, find a location on him and tell me where he is right now. Find out what's so important that he had to pull himself away from the show. That's all right, though. With him not here, I can plug my own stuff like... The wrestling news, which you should make part of your day every single day, everything you need to know to get your day started, get you up to date, or get you to your favorite wrestling review pod like Wrestling Observer Radio with Dave and Brian. It is daily free and between five and 15 minutes long every day. No clickbait, no speculation, no paywall, no rumors, just the wrestling news. For more information, head on over to the wrestlingnews.com and at wrestlingnewsav on Facebook and Twitter. As I mentioned, Filthy Tom Lawler will be joining me tomorrow on another Filthy Friday. That was B- Brian's planned spot to be away from here. Again, I have no idea where he is right now, but that's all right. We'll somehow plow through this day and get this thing done because I'm a professional. That's that's what I do here. I'm not as much of a professional as Ron Barr, though, who has been at his job for doing this now for 35 years, celebrating the 35th anniversary of Sports Bindline USA. Did that last night. I caught a little of that. That was awesome. Sports byline, uh one of the before ESPN radio, before anything else, Sports Byline was here with Coast to Coast. Uh late night radio, sports radio. And I, I used to when I lived in Baltimore, Washington area, you know, there was nothing else. And and you'd be able to pull in. There was a station out of Virginia where I would be able to listen to Sports Byline and listen to Ron Barr's show overnight's uh coast to coast. It was really that was really really a cool thing, and to hear some of the old interviews last night that were played on Sports Byline, a little retrospective that uh, was done last night on the network, I thought that was really, really cool, so uh, congratulations to Ron Barr, and and thank you for giving us a home here for Wrestling Observer Live for so long, but get into the wrestling now, and of course, a day can't go by where we can't have some sort of of CM Punk in the News uh, moment. And on Thursday, Punk appeared as a guest on the Bernstein and Holmes Sports Radio Show in Chicago. During the appearance, the host brought up that listeners are asking Punk if he will be at the WWE Survivor Series, which, of course, is taking place in Chicago on November 25th. Quote, they're asking me if I'm going to be there? I think it's sold out. End quote. That's what Punk responded. He said, or added, the tickets are hard to get. Uh, Punk was then asked if it was possible that he'll perform at the Survivor Series, and he said, quote, I don't want to burst anybody's bubble. I'm just kind of sitting at home right now enjoying this beautiful Chicago weather. I have an injury in the family. My dog Blue his a little dog ACL, so I'm literally just spending my time with him now. And I know that sounds a little crazy, but he is my son and I take care of him and treat him as such. So everything kind of stopped. I'm fortunate to be able to take just take some time off from everything. I've canceled some things I have coming up. Traveling is just... It's hard leaving him here with my wife, April. So the two of us here taking care of him, it seems to be easier, end quote. Sounds like any parent, especially a, a parent of a dog, especially the parent of a dog uh, uh, uh that, that does not want to, you know, engage anymore in being asked if he's going to be at the Survivor Series coming up here. And uh, it, it doesn't seem like he is going to be there. We have had all those reports come out saying that, you know, WWE, there's been interest on Punk's side, but there is not a, a whole lot of interest on WWE side. People have, you know, uh, analyzed things back and forth. And, you know, at the end of the day, does WWE need him right now? No, they, they really don't. Does he need WWE right now? No. and And in my mind, he never needs WWE again for what happened the first time around. But... As we bantered about uh, Filthy and I uh, a couple of Fridays ago, you know, maybe he doesn't want to end his career in the way that it went out. He doesn't want to end his public life in the wrestling ring in that way. So is there a door open where he could possibly make an appearance down the line? Sure. You know, if it doesn't happen in Chicago for the Survivor Series, could it happen at the Royal Rumble? Could it happen in the lead-up to WrestleMania? I guess you never know. It depends on the situation I guess you're in with what you want to do with WrestleMania and... Uh, hopefully, we haven't heard anything about The Rock uh, sticking his little bald head up there uh, to be mentioned again. But I hope that situation is out of the way. I know that's big for mainstream. It would be great for ESPN, and it would be great for all the networks where you can run things nonstop about you know the biggest movie star in the world is going back to the the business that that made him famous, going back to where he got his start in professional wrestling. It plays great. For like everything, except for really what I want to see with with WWE right now with Roman Reigns. I still think Cody Rhodes is the person and that would be the time at WrestleMania to go ahead and, and finish off that story or however you want to look at it. Turn the chapter on that part of the story and as you continue on again. But I guess we're going to have to see. One thing is for sure is that CM Punk is going to be at home with his dog and being very happy about that. So let's see if he makes any more appearances and talks about uh, a coming back or if there's any other news that seems to float out there. I'm sure by the time Survivor Series rolls around, somebody's going to have a picture of, you know, that old picture of CM Punk waiting at the airport saying, you know, Phil's in town in Chicago here, but we'll see. You know, it was much ado about nothing with him going to the Impact show. Yes, A Steel, I guess, has been signed on as a producer, but there were people that were really – you know, believing that he could sign on with Impact. And again, unless it was something creative, to me at least, where he could be the executive producer and he could do have carte blanche with the product and he could put everything that he ever thought about professional wrestling out there on paper and into the ring as the, the creative force behind that product, I could see him wanting to go back to do that. But to go back and be a wrestler in Impact... You know, you know Scott DeMoore said he would love to have Will Osprey in, in TNA. I'm sure that he would. And I'm sure that there were people that would love to have CM Punk in TNA. I just don't think that that's going to happen. <laughs> I, just, I just don't. Again, unless you anthem and, and everybody involved were to just say, hey, this is your product now. We're going to pay you a bunch of money and you just put out your vision. And I just don't see that actually happening. I don't even know what's on the impact show tonight uh, that I believe they're they're in the UK right now. And we'll talk about the show that they have coming up this weekend, the Turning Point show uh, that they have coming up in, in Newcastle. But they're over there right now. They're going to be in Wexford. They're, they're in a couple of different places. So I'm not sure if they're taping television today, which is going to be on access later or on YouTube or however this is going to happen. I'm not sure exactly what's on the show tonight, but they are actually again in the UK and the turning point show is. Again, not as as big as Bound for Glory, obviously. That was a a really shiny show. But the Impact World title is on the line with Trinity and Deanna Purrazzo. I'm I'm wondering if Deanna Perazzo doesn't win the title. Not that I'm I'm looking to take the title off of Trinity, but she's had it for a while. Now she's beat a couple people. I'm wondering if it's time for her to go back into a chase mode and go after the title. Uh Frankie Kazarian against Rich Swan against Trey Miguel in a three-way match, which ought to be pretty good. A tag team match between the Motor City Machine Guns and Brian Myers and Moose. Jordan Grace against Danny Luna. Uh, Eric Young and Josh Alexander against Subculture. Eddie Edwards against Will Ospreay. Joe Hendry against Simon Miller. And Alex Windsor against Giselle Shaw. And that uh, show is going to be on Impact Wrestling. It's going to be for their Impact Insiders uh, on their YouTube channel if you're a subscriber to that. And it's also going to be available, I believe, through Fight TV as an iPay-per-view. we got a lot more to get into, and we shall do so when we get back from break. Wrestling Observer Live.
3: Pricing information, 800-915-9654,
0: 800-915-9654, 800-915-9654, that's 800-915-9654.
3: If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter,
0: That's
1: 800-278-1738. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free no-obligation consultation
0: 800 943 2153.
1: That's 800 943 2153. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Here we go. Welcome back to
2: the show. Mike Semper VV here with you, riding solo on Wrestling Observer Live. No idea what the big boss man Brian Alvarez is, but he'll be back on this show on Monday. I think, at least, because he's going to be off tomorrow, Filthy Tom Lawler and I, for another Filthy Friday on the show. Maybe Brian can explain his whereabouts tonight on the Brian and Vinny show that he'll be doing with his friends, uh, Big Vinny V., um i'm not sure what this edition is i don't believe is this the tna edition of the show are we going back in time where he he tortures himself by and everybody else by watching tna wrestling from from the past i believe that it is maybe we'll get an answer on where he is he'll also be back at some point this weekend alongside dave Meltzer for wrestling observer radio and there was a brand new one of those that was put up on the site today talking about a lot of injuries in in both UFC and in stardom, as well as a AEW Dynamite wrap-up, which we are going to get to a little bit later on, because we are probably going to have EC3 on tomorrow, and much of the conversation is going to be centering around the NJPW Strong Fighting Spirit Unleashed show taking place in Las Vegas on Saturday with Filthy want to kind of take a, a look here at, at what's going on for the rest of the weekend now in case we don't get a chance to to get to it tomorrow. There are two, not one, but two SmackDowns being filmed from the Fizzerv Forum. Fizzerv? Pfizer. I can't even remember what it is now. I believe it's Fizzerv Forum in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That show is going to be on FS1. So for everybody that doesn't have a highly intelligent DVR, or is kind of forgetful, you may want to go and do that now. Make sure that if you want to watch WWE SmackDown, you got that thing set to FS1, the World Series, Game 1, Texas, as we all predicted at the beginning of the year, Texas Rangers, Arizona Diamondbacks, Game 1 is going to be airing, obviously, for professional wrestling. Purposes, if you're WWE, if you're AEW, no matter who it is, that's one thing you can all get united behind, is that you're hoping for a sweep and you get the World Series out of the way and stop stealing all the old people who go over and watch that uh, while all the young kids are checking out wrestling. So it is, uh, so far the only thing they have announced is the Street Profits against Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar. They are filming two episodes because they are going to be in Saudi Arabia next weekend for Crown Jewel, so they are, are taping next Friday's SmackDown to get that out of the way. Uh, there's also, WWE's actually on tour already over there uh, today, or tomorrow, they're going to be in Hamburg, Germany, at their version of the Barclays Center uh, for a Friday night show Saturday, I believe, they are going to be in Berlin at the Mercedes-Benz Arena. I'll double-check on that, but where they're going to be holding their their first German premium live event that they uh, they announced for next August 24th, I believe it was. So they're going to be running that building, so uh, surely it is going to be a hot crowd there. Surely we're going to be seeing a lot of what comes off of this tour on social media. Uh, AEW Rampage? Is uh is going to be Friday night, uh. Not no spoilers here or anything like that. Kyle Fletcher faces Takeshta. Takeshita. Uh, Kyle Fletcher still trying to to get the love and respect of Don Callis and the Don Callis family he goes head up with Takeshita on Friday night. There is a women's title number one contenders four-way between Anna J, Sky Blue, Abaddon, and Willow Nightingale. The winner of that match will go on to face uh, Hikaru Shida on Saturday for the title on Collision. And there's also another title match that's on Collision, which I'll be getting to in a moment. Also, a no disqualification match between Mike Santana and Ortiz, and in an interview segment with Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford. Penelope Ford, the former WIP Radio 610, I believe it was AM at the time. I believe it's 94.5 now, but she was the former Wing Bowl. Princess, the the wing bowl, Miss Wing Bowl, when they would have the competition every single year where a bunch of folks from South Jersey and Philadelphia would line up and gorge themselves and see who could eat the most buffalo wings at once. Yes, Penelope Ford was once crowned uh, the the top lady of that, didn't need any of the wings or anything like that, but apparently looked pretty standing there while everybody else was. So there you go. That's going to be taking place on Friday night on Rampage. I mentioned the Impact Show, which is going to be taking place live on Friday as well too, or at least on Friday. I'm not sure if it's on tape delay or not. I'd assume it's going to be live from the Walker Activity Dome in Newcastle. The Impact Show there. CMLL is running as they always are at arena Mexico on Friday night. uh Grand Prix de Amazonas is the uh <laughs> is the uh the the final or is the main event of the show. No title matches on the show. Stephanie Vaquera last uh, lost the uh, Amazonas tournament last Friday to La Catalina, and uh, people were not happy about that. You know, the like Sumi Sakai and Stephanie Vaquer and uh, and Catalina and some of the other women that were on that show that were supposed to be baby faces and technicos, they got absolutely booed out of the building. And Vaquera in that final, everybody thought she was going to win that match. And she did not. Catalina was in NXT for a while, and I can't remember what name she had there. She was linked up with the the Lucha House Party for a while. She was in NXT, then all of a sudden they put a mask on her, and it looked like they were going to do something, and then they did, got rid of everybody. Well, she ended up migrating her way down to CMLL, and she's been in the women's division, and they've put a lot more emphasis on... On the women's division recently, they have run shows on, believe it is Tuesday night from Puebla, that have been all women's shows. So, you know, there's obviously a reason that they're doing this and they're beefing up the roster a little bit. Uh, they just brought over uh Mehta from AAA, uh, just made her debut in CMLL uh, a week or two ago. So they're they're beefing up the ranks there. They brought in Tessa Blanchard for the show on Friday and and this deal that they got going on, this Grand Prix that they got going on with the women. So, you know, she's obviously a name that is polarizing, I, I think, to say the least. So she is another one of the foreigners that will be making her way down there for that show. OTT is running shows all weekend long over in England. What is notable about these shows are some of the people that are going to be on them. On the Friday night show, John Moxley is going to be in the main event facing off against Trent Seven. Uh, so that is going to be interesting. There's also going to be a Defy World Title match actually taking place in the uh, in the UK as Kenta defends that title against luke Jacob. so defy is also going to be running a show at washington hall on friday night speedball mike bailey against judas icarus artemis spencer and travis williams and most notably cody chun against iwgp world heavyweight champion sonata so i don't know if that is a title match or not i don't believe that it is you never know though it's professional wrestling by the time the match actually rolls around that night you know, it could be a title match. Filthy Cut Tom Waller could be involved in it. You never know what could actually happen on a wrestling show. But right now, it's Sonata and Cody Chun in the main event of the Defy show. New Japan's Best of the Super Juniors is also going to be continuing, as well as Pro Wrestling NOAH having a really interesting show demolition, demolition stage, easy for me to say, 2023 on Saturday, the Fukuoka kokuki center Kokukai center in fukuoka japan this is notable because for the ghc world heavyweight championship jake lee faces off against kenno and i know for a lot of people out there right now listening that means absolutely nothing to you whatsoever but if you are a hardcore wrestling fan that watches japanese wrestling you would know that this kid ken Keno. Is having a hell of a year, and he's not a kid. He's a kid to me because everybody is now, but longtime veteran, a longtime heel who has just had an incredible year, personality wise, on the mic, online, and in the ring. He's an exceptionally good worker. I dare say that he, if you take again, Will Ospreay being in the mix as far as a wrestler of the year goes, especially in Japan. You know, he he's he's going to overshadow some folks. Take him out of that mix. You know, the top wrestlers in Japan right now, Kazuchika Okada for sure, yes. Kento Miyahara is up there for sure, yes. Keno is just as much up there as any of those guys are. And in fact, he might be the Japanese MVP of the year when the Tokyo sports voting comes out this year. I bet you Keno is going to win that thing. He absolutely could, even though he may not hold a major world championship, and he never has. He may not hold one the entire year because I don't know what's going to happen here, but I I, got to be honest, even though they have done a lot of building around Jake Lee and pro wrestling Noah, I would love to see Keno with that title. I would love to see him take that title and try to elevate it in his own way. We are going to see a continuation of Noah and All Japan crossing paths. We are going to see a continuation of Noah working with New Japan Pro Wrestling. I, to me, this would be a perfect time to go ahead and pull the trigger and give the title to Keno, give Jake Lee some some strife, give him a chase, give him a chance to maybe go do something else right now maybe take the title, the national title in the future, off of EO Del uh, Del Dr. Wagner Jr., who has held that title for a long time. He defends it against Jack Morris on that show coming up Saturday, but I would love to see a shakeup there. I would love to see Keno as the champion, the GHC heavyweight champion, and then would love to see a shakeup where maybe it's Jake Lee going after the national title. Got a lot more to get into, including last night's AEW Dynamite. We shall do so when we get back. Wrestling Observer Live.
3: Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzy, Risen Kism of Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Your doctor today about Sky Rizzi, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit skyrizzy.com or call 1 866 Sky to learn more.
0: That's 800 211
3: 6008. Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on prize picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks, and with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, prize picks is the place to play this season. PricePix Picks has awesome weekly promotions and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Sweat it out, watch your entry update in real time, and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with Price Picks. And right now when you go to pricepicks.com/byline and use code BYLINE, Price Picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's pricepicks.com slash byline with code BYLINE for a 100% deposit match. Price Picks daily fantasy sports made easy.
1: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the
2: show, Mike Sempervivi here with you, Wrestling Observer Live. Riding solo today. Going to be getting into what happened on AEW Dynamite last night shortly. Talked about those OTT shows. Couple coming up. The one in Dublin coming up here on Sunday. Their ninth anniversary show, part of their ninth anniversary weekend. OTT women's ladder match. Seth and Mar- Session Moth Mar- Martina, easy for me to say against Debbie Kaitel. John Moxley against b Cool. B. dot cool and kenta against danny cross but the most notable thing on there to me is going to be the return of the grizzled young veterans james drake and zach gibson as the grizzled young veterans they have worked their way out of nxt they are gone now and the, the the whole Joe Gacy experience is now put behind them as they are back teaming as their their old name of the uh the GYV there, and they're facing Danny Cross and Sammy D. So I believe that this is the very first appearance for them since leaving WWE. So that's gonna be going on. NXT is going to have a show, a house show in Dade City, Florida. WWE as I mentioned I double checked on that it is going to be Saturday night in Berlin at the Mercedes-Benz Arena that's where they're going to be having that PLE coming up next August so that an impact going on so a whole bunch of stuff taking place this weekend and of course we're going to be talking about the NWA show that is taking place on Saturday night the Sam Hain show with NWA world champion EC3 tomorrow myself and filthy Tom Lawler and of course Filthy Tom is going to be on the show Saturday night, New Japan Strong. Uh Sam's Town, Las Vegas, going to be facing off against Gabe Kidd. The main event on that show. I, I guess it's going to be Eddie Kingston defending the strong open title against Hanari. It only makes sense, although I'm-, I'm sure for a lot of you out there, it is going to be Julia defending the New Japan Strong Women's Championship against High. So Bunch of new Japan names are going to be on there. We'll talk about that tomorrow. AEW has added a bunch more shows to their upcoming schedule. This is up on the front page of the site right now, posted up there by Ian Carey a few hours ago. They have added San Antonio, Texas on December 23rd for AEW Collision taking place at the Frostbank Center, formerly the AT&T Center. This is where the San Antonio Spurs play. The last time the WWE was in that building was the October 20th SmackDown, which drew over 14,000 fans. So this is going to be AEW's debut in the building, the last shows that they had in san antonio were held at the smaller freeman coliseum be interesting to me if they look at what Mystico added to the ticket sales when he and rocky romero were added to that show outside of houston and rosenberg texas i believe that it was i i wonder if you go ahead and you really play hard on that market and in advance you announced, since you have this working relationship with CMLL, and you have guys on your roster already, like Roosh, like Andrade, like Again, they have a god, they have a ton of guys. Commander. Maybe Bandito will be healthy and ready to go by that time again and all his visa issues and injury issues and whatever it is that's going on with him. Hopefully all those are cleared and you really advertise and you use your television coming up here at the end of November and into December to really establish some guys, make some guys stand out. And give you know the, the give a lot of fans of luchadors, give fans of lucha libre wrestling a reason to go to that show, as well as obviously surely loading it up with some other stuff on top there too. God knows MJF has got enough uh contenders right now where he can have a ton of things lined up. AEW Also announced December 27th, the Dynamite and Rampage taping will take place at the Addition Financial Arena in Orlando, Florida. This is where the company held full gear 2022 and the October 23rd, 2021 Dynamite. It is located on the campus of the University of Central Florida. So they've added those shows. As I mentioned, you could fill a lot of those shows with MJF title defenses. They will be on collision Uh, Tomorrow night or on Saturday night, if you happen to miss the AEW Dynamite show last night, they did have another crossing of paths between MJF and Kenny Omega, and they did announce that they will be facing off for the title on Collision. Omega's record world title reign of 346 days is currently in peril. MJF is, has held the title for 341. So that and then Hikaru Shida's title match are the only two things that are currently announced for Collision. Now, last night, they kicked off the show from the LaCora Center in Philadelphia. The Dynamite Diamond Ring up for grabs between Juice Robinson and And MJF, they did have a skit at the beginning of the show where MJF was cutting a promo, and then Adam Cole calls him, and then we hear the words, Adam! And, of course, it's Roddy Strong time. He rolls into the shot alongside Mike Bennett and Matt Taven. As he mentioned in his... In his promo last week on the videotape promo, maybe it was time for Roderick Strong, maybe it was time for him and his homies to come around to MJF because if they're going to help their friend Adam, they're going to have to help their friend MJF or whatever it is. Look, I'm just happy that the skits are over. That was really some of the worst stuff I've ever seen. Not that this is a whole lot better, but we did get a moment where Roderick Strong said, hey, we're going to be teaming up with you, right? And uh, MJF grabbed the wheelchair and just threw him out of the shot, finished up his promo, went out to the ring, and then defeated Juice Robinson in what was a, a really good match. As Brian mentioned yesterday, MJF only works the main event or he works the opener so he can get the hell out of there and go home. They had a very good match. I hope they do more with Juice Robinson after this. I mean, he was willing to take a pretty big bullet for them, uh, in the no pun intended, with the storyline that they had planned with the whole roll of quarters and everything. I thought maybe, maybe, just maybe, we could see some sort of play on that last night. To AEW's credit, They didn't touch it at all. That was that. MJF gets the victory, pins Juice Robinson. He keeps the dynamite diamond ring for the fifth year in a row. That brought in the entire Bullet Club to jump on MJF. They all started beating him down when Roderick Strong and and Mike Bennett and Matt Taven rolled out to the ring. Bennett and Taven got in the ring. They immediately got knocked back out of the ring. That brought out the acclaimed and daddy S to clear the ring. They all want a tier- team with MJF. He is noncommittal about the whole thing. Blew everybody off. As he made his way to the back up the ramp, that's when Kenny Omega came out. They shook hands. They had a moment together. They didn't need all this. All they needed was Kenny Omega to come out and say three days. Uh, I'm not allowed to say it anymore. I've gotten in trouble for that before. But said three days and, and called him a female dog. That's really probably all you had to do, but... We we got a little bit of a promo in a moment there. Surely that they'll add to the video packages before their match coming up on Saturday. We then got a video or a, a vignette for Wardlow uh, talking about how he was sent into a dark place, uh, all sitting at home while MJF was out there getting his shine. But now in the same way that Wardlow lost everything, he is going to take everything away from MJF. Because they were in Philadelphia... We got a a nice throwback ECW feel-good moment as Rob Van Dam and Hook teamed up to defeat John Silver and Alex Reynolds. Not a whole lot to say about this. Uh, RVD uh, hit a Van Daminator on Evil Uno's. He came in with a chair. Reynolds uh, was hit with a five-star frog splash, and then Hook put the red rum on Silver, forcing him to tap out, and everybody was happy about that we then got the our tony storm moment our, our movie hold the butler which aired on picture in picture and i got to be honest i am i was wondering why they were doing the picture in picture thing and i'm actually all for it for what these things are and tony storm and rj city just being goofballs they've now added luther into the mix but she's going to have a a a hollywood uh, her big Hollywood uh, return is going to be coming up as as AEW goes back to Los Angeles here coming up shortly. So we may have a, a big rollout for for Tony Storm there and a, a big moment for her, which surely she can get embarrassed on, and hopefully leads to a match between her and somebody else because. Jamie Storm's hurt. She's gone, you know. Um, you know, Hikaru Shida is holding up her end of the deal pretty good. Athena, they won't let in uh, AEW for whatever reason here. Like Tony Storm's the best wrestler, women's wrestler, arguably, you have on your roster. Uh, Let's get her back involved in some wrestling matches alongside this stuff, too. Tony Khan had his big surprise, something that no pro wrestler has ever gotten before ever. It ended up being Ric Flair, not you know a, a, you know a pension and uh, and benefits and life insurance and all that sort of stuff for the rest of his life. That would have been something novel you could have given a pro wrestler. No, he was gifted Ric Flair, which was the setup. I I guess the setup just to bring out Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne to begin running down Darby Allen, Sting, and Ric Flair in the ring. We're not going to get Ric Flair in a match, are we? I mean, we already had that once, and and that was awful in every single possible way. Uh, they were noncommittal uh, on this. It's going to be Sting and Darby Allen and a partner, uh, maybe Andrade with Ric Flair in the corner. I guess that would make some sense. They all face off against Christian Luchasaurus and Darby Allen here coming up. Christian got in some good zingers uh, on Ric Flair. Uh, I thought he was going to go in harder on the Phillies in Philadelphia for their loss the night before, but brought a use a weekend of Bernie's reference, uh, cracked on Ric Flair. You know, just obviously being there being no God because if there was, Ric Flair would have been gone 20 years ago. Talked about his his charcoal black liver, and uh, and that was that. Ah, uh, we did have a Sting exchange later on with Edge as well, too, as Edge was talking to Renee Paquette backstage when Darby Allen and Sting confronted him over he, Edge's, or I'm sorry, over Adam Copeland's continued hopes about uh, turning uh, Christian Cage back to the good side again and reforming their team and and doing all of that. Um, we'll see where it goes. I, I Brian talked about how this is a long-term thing to get Christian and Edge back together. I I don't know. I I don't necessarily want to see that. I don't really want to see them feuding with each other either. But I you know to to push so fast back into doing that and, and bringing up the fact that Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne, who have been brainwashed by Christian, are going to drop him at some point in the same way that the Judgment Day dropped him. I don't know, but that's kind of what they're playing off of. Chris Jericho was interviewed by Renee Paquette as well and talked, uh, gave himself a medical update said he was pretty banged up from Powerhouse Hobbs, but he's got friends bigger than Powerhouse Hobbs, and he's going to be calling on them soon. The Elite defeated the Hardys to retain the ROH six-man titles, which led to a vignette and a film of Swerve Strickland and Prince Nana breaking into the house of Hangman Adam Page, hanging out in the crib of his child, in the room of his child, in the crib, as as Swerve cut a promo. I mean... Uh, look aesthetically it was very well done is it too far past the pale for believing anything in pro wrestling um i guess that depends on how you look at home invasions there's been a lot of those in professional wrestling and if you like that sort of movie type of moment you definitely got it in that in that segment hikaru shida defeated ruby soho to retain the aew women's championship and in the main event Brian Danielson and Claudio Cascianoli defeated Orange Cassidy and Kazuchika Okada with Brian Danielson selling hard at the end. And I'll tell you what I mean about when I say that when we get back from break. Wrestling Observer Live.
0: Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? We'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. That's 800 392 7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details.
1: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
2: Back on the show, Mike Sempervivi here with you, Wrestling Observer Live. Made it. Stumbled through this one. Literally stumbling over my words the entire time on this show. That's all right, though. Clear the clear the slate tomorrow. Come back. Filthy and I. Back to normal. A normal Friday when Brian isn't here as opposed to a Thursday when he's not here. But Brian Danielson, I mentioned that he was doing some heavy selling in the main event of the, uh, the, the show last night. He, alongside... Claudio Castagnoli defeated Orange Cassidy and uh, and Kazuchika Okada when Castagnoli got the pin on Orange after the the big uppercut Okada landed a shot on Brian Danielson to the face which Danielson sold like more than Nick Wayne was selling his tooth getting knocked out was just Uh, he ate the orange punch from Okada, the the Okada punch, and he got laid out and he's holding his face and they really were checking on him. The doctor went over and checked on him and they made a big deal out of it and and Moxley and Wheeler Yuta came out and they're checking on him and then the best friend stable came out Rocky and Chris Statlander Hook and, and everybody came out there and everybody was in the ring and it was announced that Cassidy and Castagnoli would be facing off for the international title, but Brian Danielson, the entire time, is just holding his face, and the crowd didn't know what was going on. It's not like everybody was brawling or anything like that. It looked like they were stalling for time until the show was going off the air because something had happened to Danielson, but all part of an angle, apparently, and Brian Danielson and Kazuchika Okada is likely going to happen at the Tokyo Dome on January 4th. Could it happen earlier than that? Possibly, but I have a feeling that's when we're next going to see that match. A couple months build to it. I'm all for it. I'm all for Filthy Tom Lawler coming back on this show with me tomorrow. I want to thank everybody out there for listening, everybody out there for watching. Thank producer Dom. Thank you to whoever's doing the video producing today. And I shall talk to you all again after a while. (laughs) we <laughs>